Nicholas Bonnells of Capital Inc. As I mentioned, one of the key objectives of the forum today is to feature, to showcase to an international audience the strategic and competitive advantages of uh, Cyprus as a maritime and operational hub. And uh, we just had the Deputy Minister open the conference and provide his own remarks. And now we have a session that is going to uh, include three presentations uh, on the attractiveness of Cyprus as a maritime center, Cyprus as a legal framework uh, hub, and also Cyprus as an insurance hub. I would like to say that one of the great things, many great things that uh, we have gained out of uh, our association with Cyprus is to make uh, new friends uh, and partners uh, who have been supporting us uh, year after year, putting this conference together. And all of the three presenters belong in that category of great partners and supporters. I would like to, to start with Deloitte, uh, Cyprus, Kostas uh, Georgadzis, uh, and of course, uh, Pieris Marco, who is the uh, new CEO, and um, he was the uh, tax and legal leader with a particular interest in shipping, and we are delighted today to have him with us. Again, Pieris, thank you for uh, all your support uh, every year, and uh, the floor is yours. Thank you, Nicolas. Uh, let me, um, first of all, welcome everyone to today's uh, conference. I would just like to share my screen, if you allow me uh, to share my screen. Okay, so as um, as mentioned by Nicolas, um, I'm, I'm not a shipping expert, I'm not a shipping specialist, but as Deloitte, we do have many of our partners who are specializing for decades in the shipping industry. And today I really wanted to join the conference just to convey our support to the industry and my personal commitment to uh, the shipping maritime industry. Now, Cyprus is not new to the shipping industry. In fact, for many years since independence, Cyprus started to invest in the shipping industry and today is amongst the top 10 countries in the world in terms of its fleet under the Cyprus flag and probably the largest fleet management company, fleet management center in the world. Now, following accession to the European Union, Cyprus undertook to adapt its legislation to the EU principles. And as a result, a major reform took place in 2010 in order to obtain the EU approval. Um, in addition, the, the regime was subject to a review following 10 years following the major reform, and that is in 2020, where we recently had the, um, a reapproval of the system by the European Commission for the further 10 years, taking us up to 2030, and with a promise that every 10 years it will be reviewed. In addition, I think it's important to note at this stage that the regime is not affected by any of the discussions by the G7 around the global minimum tax rate or a global method of taxing profits. It's a separate regime and it's accepted globally uh, as, an, as an approved scheme. So no need to worry about any changes that may be taking place globally around the minimum taxation. Now, just briefly, uh, the basic principles of our tax regime, of our uh, shipping regime, is that the tonnage tax system is available to any owner, 
charterer or ship manager who owns charters or manages an eligible ship in a qualifying shipping activity. Now, what's an eligible ship? It includes Cyprus flag vessels as well as EU flag vessels owned by Cyprus resident companies. In addition, it includes mixed fleets, again, with Cyprus ownership, as well as the activity of chartering uh, through Cyprus resident ownership of the activity. Furthermore, and most importantly, as I mentioned earlier, ship management activities is also covered by the tonnage tax system. And as I mentioned, this is a major activity for the Cyprus tax, uh, tonnage tax system. Now, what, are the, what, what does the tonnage tax system offer? Uh, it offers full exemption from all other taxes um, and you pay tax based on the tonnage of the ships. Now, the specific exemptions include all the income of a qualifying owner or charterer derived from the operation of a qualifying ship in a qualifying shipping activity is exempt from all taxation in Cyprus. In addition, the income of a qualifying ship manager from the rendering of qualifying services, crewing or technical management to a qualifying ship, again, is exempt from all taxes in Cyprus. The income or the profit made by qualifying owner from the sale of a qualifying ship or from the sale of any shares in an entity that is the owner of a qualifying ship is also exempt from taxation. Furthermore, dividends paid directly or indirectly out of profits from the operating ship management of a qualifying ship or from the sale of a qualifying ship is also exempt from taxation. And finally, there is no tax levied or charged or collected on the salary or any other benefits from the employment of the master, the officers and all the crew members of qualifying ships whether Cyprus flag or EU flags engaged in qualifying shipping activities. So full exemption from all taxes. In addition to the uh, tonnage tax system, Cyprus offers a number of tax benefits for land-based personnel. And it's not surprised why ship management has picked up so much. Uh, just a quick summary of the tax benefits for those personnel that are based in Cyprus. There is a 50% exemption on salary for the, the first 10 years for expatriates moving to Cyprus, earning more than 100,000 euros per annum. There is also an additional allowance for personnel below the 100,000, which gives a 20% exemption with a top limit of 8,550 for five years for those expatriates uh, moving to Cyprus for a period of five years if they're earning below 100,000. There are low employer costs and low tax rates for and contributions towards the social insurance. There is no tax on the gains from the disposal of shares. So even expatriate moves to Cyprus and they happen to have investments, any type of investments, they are, they, any profits they make from those investments are exempt from tax. In addition, those expatriates do not pay any tax on any dividends or interest they receive if they are qualifying non-domiciles. And generally, an expatriate would qualify as a non-domicile individual. 
So again, any investments they would have, their personal investments, will not be subject to tax in Cyprus. We have no wealth tax, no gift tax, no inheritance tax, and they are exempt from any capital gains on the disposal of, of real estate outside of Cyprus. So no obstacles in terms of their wealth. There is also an exemption for the income, for the salaries of those that are earning salaries outside of Cyprus, if they meet the condition of 90 days working abroad. And finally, there is zero or very reduced withholding taxes when they receive their investment income from abroad using the double tax treaties that Cyprus has in place of more than 66 double tax treaties around the world. Now, there were some recent changes to the shipping legislation. I think generally this was in order to get the approval from the European Commission in 2020. But in fact, it has improved the legislation in that it has expanded the definition of eligible ships. I'm not going to go into the details, uh, but it includes now vessels involved in the oil and gas exploration activities, such as pipeline laying vessels, etc., and the research vessels. In addition, they expanded the definition of, of uh, maritime transport to include auxiliary services subject to, again, certain conditions. There was introduction of what is qualifying bearer charter, charter, bearable chartering, which again, it's in order to be aligned with EU requirements. So there are some restrictions on what qualifies as bearable chartering. And finally, there have been some uh, extensions to the definition um, of those qualifying crew members, including to include the community flag eligible ships. So improvements to the legislation, which has been approved for 10 years. So finally, and as I said, I'm not going to take long, finally, what has made Cyprus attractive to attract not only ship owning companies, but having real presence here and having real operations on the island within the shipping industry. We are an EU location at the doorstep of the European Union with all the investment protections and EU directives that companies would seek for. We have access to top talent, high percentage of our of the well-educated labor force. We have low operating costs in Cyprus, high standard and quality of business infrastructure at a low cost, at the European standard, but low cost. We have well-established legal and tax law system. My colleague uh, following me will cover the legal system. And we have experience in serving the international investors for more than 40 years. We have high quality professional services, mostly educated and experienced in the UK and the US and around Europe. So very high quality level of professional uh, staff. And finally, and most importantly, I think, we have sunshine all around the year with more than 360 days of sunshine for those who decide to come to Cyprus and stay in Cyprus for their families and for their well-being. That's it from me, Nicolas. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Peris, uh, for this introductory presentation that uh, exactly delineates uh, the advantages of Cyprus uh, as an operational uh, base. So thank you very much for being with us. And again, thank you for uh, the support that uh, Deloitte has been giving us every year. And now we will go to the next presentation.
Maria Tumazi, a Swiss partner with Montanios and Montanios. Again, another great supporter and partner of Capital Link every year. And I would like to thank uh, the Montanios law firm, Accus Adam, uh, and of course you, Maria, for being with us. And you are going to uh, take us through the significance of uh, Cyprus as a legal maritime hub and what are the advantages, what it means for shipping companies, for companies in general, banks, borrowers, and so on. So the floor is yours. Thank you, Nicholas. Let me just uh, share my screen as well. Ladies and gentlemen, depending where you are, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening from Cyprus. In this short presentation, I will briefly explain the benefits and advantages of the Cyprus legal framework for international shipping companies, borrowers, and banks. Oops. The Cyprus legal framework, and by this we mean the Cyprus statutes, rules and regulations, case law and international agreements, has been instrumental in the establishment of the shipping industry in Cyprus and still plays a very important role in the continued development of Cyprus as an international maritime center. English law is the international law of shipping as it is the primary law governing most shipping transactions. Cyprus law relating to shipping and corporate matters is to a large extent based on English law. Cyprus was a British colony until 1960. And during this period, the common law and the principles of equity were introduced to its legal system. And most of the basic statutes enacted were based on English statutes or were a codification with some variations of the common law. For example, the Cyprus Companies Law, which regulates the incorporation, operation and winding up of Cypriot companies was based on the English Companies Act of 1948 and the contract law was modeled on the, on the Indian Contract Act of 1872, which incorporated the English common law and statute law applicable at that time. When the island became independent on 16th August 1960, the common law and principles of equity and all laws in force on the date of independence were retained in force until other provisions were to be made by the legislature. It was provided by statute that the Admiralty Court of Cyprus would apply the law which was applied by the, by the High Court of Justice in England in its Admiralty jurisdiction on the day preceding Cyprus's independence, as it might be modified by any law passed in Cyprus after independence. The Admiralty Court's rules of civil procedure and evidence are also modeled on English law. Furthermore, decisions of English and Commonwealth courts given after independence may be cited in the Cypriot courts and are considered as having persuasive authority. This, this provides guidance and legal certainty in the interpretation and application of the law. In 1963, new merchant shipping legislation was enacted. The Merchant Shipping Registration of Ships, Sales and Mortgages Law, which contains the requirements for the registration of ships in the register of Cyprus ships, the sale and mortgaging of ships and other related registry transactions and the merchant shipping masters and seamen law. 
which deals with matters relating to maritime labor, working and living conditions, and health and safety at work on board Cyprus ships. Both statutes were modeled on the English Merchant Shipping Act of 1894. The fact that very important pieces of legislation which are relevant to shipping and companies are based on the well-adjudicated English law, which is the primary law in shipping, has enabled Cyprus to provide a stable and familiar legal environment for shipping activities in Cyprus. Our legal framework relating to corporate and shipping matters provides an element of certainty and is accepted and trusted by ship owners, borrowers, bankers, and their lawyers. London solicitors in particular may feel comfortable when dealing with documents governed by Cyprus law, since many provisions of Cyprus law are similar to provisions of their legal system. Apart from the laws already mentioned, another important statute is the Merchant Shipping Fees and Taxing Provisions Law of 2010, which deals with issues of taxation and regulates the tonnage tax system. The Cyprus tonnage tax system has already been explained by the previous speaker, Geris Marco, and uh, I would simply add that it has been a great success for Cyprus. As, ex <clears throat> as explained by Geris, it offers the opportunity to owners, charterers, and managers of both Cyprus ships and foreign ships to operate under an EU-regulated and approved taxation system, which provides important advantages and benefits. Many other shipping-related laws have also been passed over the years as part of the continuous effort to improve the quality and reputation of, Cy of the Cyprus flag as a maritime flag and the working conditions on board Cyprus ships. Two important examples are the Maritime Labour Convention 2006 Ratification Law of 2012 relating to maritime labour, working and living conditions and health and safety on board Cyprus ships and the legislation passed for the protection of Cyprus ships from piracy, including a legal framework regulating the use of private armed security guards on Cyprus ships in high-risk areas. Another advantage which Cyprus has is the large number of agreements with other countries. It has signed treaties for the avoidance of double taxation with 66 countries, and has concluded bilateral agreements on merchant shipping with 27 countries. It has also adopted the latest international conventions and protocols on maritime safety and security in shipping, prevention of pollution from ships, maritime labor, and other shipping matters. Cyprus's membership of the European Union means that all European Union regulations relating to corporate, shipping, and other matters have direct application in Cyprus. Furthermore, Cyprus has transposed into its national legislation EU directives which relate to corporate and shipping matters, including directives which govern matters relating to safety, security, and the prevention of pollution from ships. Turning now to ship financing, it can be said that banks and other financial institutions may feel confident and satisfied with the type of security package under Cyprus law. The main security that is obtained by any ship financing bank is the mortgage on the ship. Pursuant to the Merchant Shipping Registration of Ships, Sales and Mortgages Law, a Cyprus mortgage can secure a loan 
a guarantee or other obligations of the shipowning company or of a third party. The statutory mortgage, which secures account current, is a very versatile document. It can secure not only the, the loan and interest thereon, but also other related expenses, including some spent by the mortgagee for the preservation and or enforcement of its security, liabilities under guarantees, master swap agreements, revolving credit facilities, syndicated loans, and other facilities. The Cyprus statutory mortgage is similar to the English statutory mortgage, but there is one difference. Under Cyprus law, a deed of covenants must be attached to the mortgage, and together the two documents constitute one composite security document, the mortgage and deed of covenants, which is filed as a charge against the ship at the Cyprus shipping registry. The deed of covenants is a contractual document between the mortgagor and the mortgagee and may contain provisions on any matter relating to the mortgage. The requirement for a deed of covenants to be attached to the Cyprus statutory mortgage is very helpful, particularly in cases of court proceedings, since it is possible to provide this registered combined security document certified by the Registrar of Ships. Under Cyprus law, in the event of a judicial sale of a ship, the order of priority of claims against the sale proceeds is the same as under English law. Under the contract law, it is possible to create a statutory pledge of share certificates. It is also legally feasible to create within the same document an equitable mortgage or charge of existing and future shares. A statutory pledge of share certificates under Cyprus law may be enforced without the involvement of the court by making use of various ancillary documents provided pursuant to the pledge. Another important advantage for lenders is that under the Cyprus legal system, the mortgage and deed of covenants may be registered in two public registers, at the shipping registry as a charge against the ship and at the company's registry as, against, as a charge against the shipowning company, if this is a Cypriot company or a foreign company which has established a place of business in Cyprus. Other security obtained by lenders, such as general or specific assignments, account charges or floating charges executed by Cypriot company or by a foreign company with a place of business in Cyprus are also registered as charges at the company's registry against the company granting the security. Registration at the company's registry ensures that such charges are valid as against the liquidator and any creditor of the company. Finally, it is important to note that under the Cyprus legal framework, it is possible for one of the lenders in a syndicated loan transaction to act as security trustee on behalf of itself and the other lenders. The security trustee may hold the mortgage and other security in its own name on trust for all the lenders. In such a case, no notice of the, of the trust would be entered in the shipping registry or at the company's registry and only the security trustee would be entitled to enforce the security should the need arise. However, the equitable rights of all the lenders would be recognized and if necessary enforced, because as I have previous, previously mentioned, the principles of equity applicable under English law are expressly preserved in the Cyprus legal system after independence. To conclude, 
The Cyprus legal framework, as I have tried to demonstrate with a few examples, provides many benefits and advantages for international shipping companies, borrowers, and banks. In essence, it enables them to operate in a regulated business environment within the European Union, with a beneficial EU-approved tax system, and with legal certainty. Thank you for your attention. Maria, thank you very much for taking us through one uh, another aspect of Cyprus that is particularly important um, for international businessmen and for the maritime community in uh, more specifically. Uh, so we will now proceed with uh, the third presentation. Uh, I would like to invite Ilya Tlakiris. Uh, from the American Hellenic Insurance Company, the American PNI Club. I would like to thank uh, Elias and uh, his company for their support uh, every year, not only in Cyprus, but globally in our forums. And Elias, the floor is yours. Um, Hello, you let me share my screen just a sec. Perfect, so I will turn it over to you. Thank you, Elias. Thank you. Can you see my screen now? Yep. Yes, we can see your screen very well. Thank you very much. So, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. First and foremost, I would like to congratulate the organizers for this wonderful digital conference. I know that the day is packed with exceptional speakers, so I will try not to take much of your time. The previous speaker highlighted in a very eloquent way the many pros that Cyprus enjoys as a business center. I would like to share with you our experience in doing business in Cyprus as we serve as a living example of a company that has invested and keeps investing in the island. Cyprus has always been an extremely business-friendly environment and had always kept an open mind to new business ideas. American Hellenic Hull's predecessor was Hellenic Hull Mutual Association, the first ever mutual Hull and machinery underwriter since 1994, exclusively for Greek and Cypriot ship owners and managers based here in Limassol. Up until 2016, Hellenical Mutual was insuring almost 25% of all Greek controlled fleets. I had the privilege to be part of the management of the first marine underwriter in the area since 1994, and I have the honor to be at the helm of the first Solvency II compliant marine underwriter in Cyprus and in the greater area, of course. American Hellenic was officially licensed to write insurance business in June 2016 and began insuring vessels effective from 1st of July, 2016. It was the first ever Solvency II compliant Hallen machinery insurance company in Europe. For those that might not be familiar with American Hellenic, is a foreign subsidiary created by strategic investment of the American PNI Club to expand its suit of products and high standards of service and to gain a larger footprint in the shipping industry. Therefore, the obvious question is why an American company is investing. 
the metropolis of marine insurance was traditionally in London. Post-Brexit, Cyprus provides not only an EU passport, but also the know-how of London. It has a welcoming business atmosphere. It has extremely favorable corporate and individual tax structure, a fully-fledged maritime cluster that provides the maritime sector with a wide range of economic incentives, a highly qualified and professional workforce, and genuinely friendly and helpful business people, and a very proactive government that is commercially minded and business experienced, supported by a very talented and dedicated ministry. Cyprus is also fortunate to have such a knowledgeable and accommodating office of the superintendent of insurance. No, don't misunderstand me in my comment about them being accommodating. What I mean by that is compared to our experience with working with regulators in New York and other jurisdictions. The superintendent of insurance office also carries a big regulatory stick that we respect, but they apply the hard facts of the law with helpful direction, interpretation and guidance in a manner and tone that demonstrate their sincere wish to see us succeed in accordance with the law and not to fail. As I stated earlier, Solvency II, as many of you may be aware, demands high standards of governance risk, risk assessments, technical evaluation and best practices in the operation of the insurance company. This structure is guided by a comprehensive set of rules and procedures that are taken very seriously in protection or in the protection of the insured, as well as increasing the opportunity for success of the insurance company. I can sincerely add that each time we visit the superintendent and her department's team for meetings, we feel truly welcome and appreciated. However, I cannot fully agree that Cyprus is a regional insurance hub. To be fair, I don't agree at all. Cyprus has nothing to envy for, from other so-called advanced countries. Their level of expertise in functions relevant to insurance companies is of the highest standard. Top quality actuaries, top quality risk managers, top quality internal and external auditors. All these functions are not limited within the boundaries of the island. There is an international demand for their service. We saw no need to employ foreign experts when we were setting up American Hellenic. Was our choice wise? It was, if we take into consideration that uh, via our company, it, for the first time, Cyprus is represented in the International Union of Marine Insurance and the prestigious Ocean Hull Committee. The Insurance Association of Cyprus and the Chamber of Shipping in Cyprus have the chance to have their voice heard at the highest level. We are honored to represent Cyprus in international organization as we are the first, and I need to emphasize on that, marine insurance company member of the United Nations Environment Program Finance Initiative for the principles for sustainable insurance and sustainable blue economy. Not only that, but Cyprus via our company has been a team member in the drafting of the two guides to tackle sustainability, ESG issues in non-life insurance and blue economy. Cyprus is also represented by our company in the Ship Recycling Transparency Initiative launched by the Sustainable Shipping Initiative. During Maritime Cyprus 2019, we have signed a unique MOU with the World Maritime University to launch a postgraduate diploma in marine insurance. 
In the very near future, Cyprus Maritime Cluster Voice will be heard in the United Nations Compact Initiative and the Net Zero Insurance Alliance. In recognition of the truly international character of Cyprus, American Hellenic CEO was listed among the top 10 international marine insurance leading players, according to Lloyd's List, the international reputed information provider for shipping since 1734. We are glad to see that other fellow PNI clubs have followed the example of the American PNI and, and decided to domicile here and apply for the necessary licenses. It is obvious that Cyprus is a perfect venue to conduct insurance business after all. Purposely, I haven't mentioned anything about the quality of life, the weather, the natural beauties. These are the added bonuses of doing business here. I personally, being Greek, I take great pride when I talk about the progress and the efficiency of Cyprus in conducting international business. The biggest shipping nation in the world finally has a home for its insurance needs. Thank you. Ilya, thank you very, very much. And we are now at the end of this session. I would like to thank uh, Pieris, uh, Maria, and Elias. You can all come on. Uh, thank you very much for uh, putting together the context of uh, the attractiveness of Cyprus as an international uh, maritime center and as an operating hub. So thank you to all three of you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm delighted to see the strong attendance we have. So, by the way, the presentations and everything will be uh, available for replay uh, after our forum. So we look forward to a lot more uh, audience uh, accessing it. Thank you again very much. Thank you.